me, me. Oh, hey guys, what's up? It's your buddy, Rick Fink Jr. again, with another installment of Small Town Scuttlebutt. This week we talk about soulmates. Is there just one, or like, a lot of them? We got a theory on that, and we'll tell you all about it. Also, why do women take their pictures in such funny poses? Who's your oldest friend? We talk about our oldest friends. Do you still keep in touch with yours? How much planning ahead do you do in your life? We're talking about getting an RV and living at Walmart. And winner of the rant contest, Wendy Hall checks in with her one minute rant. Otherwise, it's business as usual. Sound good? All right, let's do this. We're hanging. This episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you in part by Perez Martial Arts. They've got this skills program that helps your kid with their self-confidence and leadership skills and self-discipline. They got this program, ages four to six, little ninjas. How cool is that? And then after that, ages seven to nine, they got the Spartans. Uh-oh, ages 10 to 14, Delta Force, teens and adults, SEALs, elites, black belts. They got programs for everybody. Perez Martial Arts, look them up online, PerezMartialArts.com. Small Town Scuttlebots. Are we live? Yeah. Oh, we're live. Hey, everybody. It's Small Town Scuttlebot. It's a podcast. You find it on the internet. I'm Rick Fink Jr., the host, with my two friends, Kathy Ferris and Mike Page. They're in the basement here with me. Hi, Rick. Every week we get together, we talk oh, about sorry. things. I'm I thought you were introducing us. No, I'll get to you in a minute. I already did introduce and you. And we're here voluntarily. You should say that. We're here voluntarily. Until we start getting a payday. Right. Yeah. So we're putting the work in now. <laughs> but uh, we are here to talk about stuff that is relevant, and I use that term loosely, to uh, mm-hmm. living in small towns. It could be thematics. It could be specifics. Whatever happens, people overreact, and we like to over we like to react to the overreactions of other people reacting to small town problems. I like to call it small time, small town mindfulness. Small town mindfulness. And I know you too hate that. That's why I put it in. in I'm actually game. working on breathing exercise right now. <laughs> hmm. Do you want me to bring you through one? This is one I do in my show. Uh, take a deep breath, inhale, love and light, exhale, the outrage that not all Trader Joe's sell wine. Let's keep going, guys. <laughs> Three, Good two, job. one, you're Good back job. in the room. Okay, here we are. <laughs> How are you today, Michael? Oh, I'm great. Good. You guys doing all right? I, I noticed I'm, it. I'm fine, too. Kathy, thank you. I'm we were fine just going to let this go, what? but last time we got together... Rick made this whole thing about how he hates small talk and why do we do this? Why uh-huh. do we ask each other how we're doing? How does Rick start off his conversation with me? How was your day, Mike? Yeah, well, this is what we do. This is called uh, a setup, and now you run with something. Well, like, this first is- of all, I love the fact that you guys are going on about this, and I love that this is mm-hmm. like going to a natural thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought you were going to come to my defense because he didn't ask me, Mike. He I didn't you didn't give me, me a chance to go around the table. We haven't gotten to you yet. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. Kathy. Anyway, my day was great. Good. And I guess we'll leave it at that. Kathy, how was your day? My day was okay. Like, if I'm going to put it on a scale of 1 to 10, it was like a 5.6. This is compelling podcasting. You guys are supposed to come with me at, like, Mike, did you... Um, I didn't get to tell a story. Let's talk about Kathy all the booze you guys brought here. 
What's going on? Kathy brought a thermos. It's empty. She drained it. I just opened up a bottle of Riesling for my, my wife. In my defense, it's a kid thermos, and so there's not a lot of ounces in it. It doesn't even look like a thermos. It just looks like a plastic cup it's with a top. It's actually for soup. It's for a soup thermos. <laughs> yeah, that's like the thermos that my mom packed me when I was a kid. Uh, for listeners so- that know that a couple of episodes ago, I was questionable about my thermos that I do use mm. that's actually in an evidence bag right now. It smells because. It smelled, It right? smelled musty, which Rick didn't know was a word. Right. Which right. I edited out of the show. So. Anyway, it's under investigation now. I'm waiting for the thing to come back. So I'm using this soup one, which is actually my backup Chardonnay one. That's and disgusting. You you are mixing wine in food. No, I never put soup in it. What are you talking Containers. about? Oh, I okay. bought it like that I'm going to put soup in it, but I don't. And I in fact, you. I probably told the cashier that I was going to do soup, like a bisque or something, gotcha. but I had no intention of doing that. <laughs> okay, so now you're drinking some Riesling, and, and Mike brought in some of his Kugels summer ales, summer shandy. Yeah, summer shandy. Dr. Hosmolm. <laughs> and I'm still drinking. Now I'm drinking... Um, <laughs> Some polar seltzer cranberry lime because I'm going to crush it at this 5K coming up. Wow. Yeah. That's like a one ounce Like thing. next That's week like or something. That's like for toddlers. Yeah. Yeah, we buy these small cans now because my kids open up a can, take a sip, and then they leave. Mm. And mm, I like it. I hate that. So I'm like that too. We're like, if we're going to make the cans a little smaller. I have two questions. One yep. is, do you believe in soulmates? Like, do you believe that there is like a soulmate? No, I think that um, we are like, you married Jeff because he's right for you and right vice there. versa. Yep. <laughs> I'm convinced, Kathy, that there are probably 10,000 Jeffs out there for you. More than that. Well, that's because I'm attractive and compatible. That's right. <laughs> I was at a market basket yesterday, and I don't want to like to, and um, there was a 72-year-old man behind me, and he got so distracted by my beauty that he put his groceries on the wrong belt, and I know this because he told the cashier that, and I went home and told Jeff that, but I didn't say the guy was 72. Let's <laughs> <laughs> switch the numbers around. He was right. 27. Well, Jeff was like, what was he, 90? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. hardly. <laughs> Almost. You wish. Yeah, right. I agree. I don't think that there's like soulmates, but I do think that I do believe in chemistry. Do you believe in chemistry? Like when you meet somebody, you're like, yes. Oh, yeah. It, well, there's not a thing to believe in it. Yeah. The compatibility. Like we're driving. Oh, yeah. You're interesting. Oh, you laughed at my joke. Oh, you. No, but when you meet somebody and you start wait, talking with them, wait. you're like. Rick's meeting people <laughs> in his car. Hey, we're driving. And look at that. You're interesting. First Why are all... you getting strangers in your vehicle? Well, not only that, you sound Driving like, Ubers. It sounds like you could go through That's why I'm so busy. Last week you took a picture of me, and I do look like the boys' JV football coach, and I don't like that look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so unphotogenic, and I just want to unpo- apologize to everybody about that now, but that's just the way it is. Do you feel like that's something you have to apologize for? I, I do, but honestly, like... <laughs> I, I like I think about this a lot where it's like everybody has stuff and if my thing is is that I don't look good in a photo I'll take it I'd rather that than something else like if that's gonna be my thing I'll take it I, I got a thing uh traits 
when we talk about, I always, uh. if you'll, if you notice, if you're the discriminating listener, you'll notice that I like to pick on traits of women. Yes. <laughs> Way more than that of men. Yeah. And the sensitive, the overly sensitive person who looks for things to have problems with could probably make an argument observant. that I'm... Observant. I think the observant is the is word. Is that the word you want to use for it in your... Tomato, tomato. In Go your on. reality? or how, I feel like the thing with women's traits versus men's traits... Oh, boy. No, this is... I like when he goes here. Go. Yeah, because I figured... I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, wow, I really... <laughs> about women's traits? No, about how <laughs> I make... general? How I make fun of women more than I make fun of men. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I figured out why I do it. Because I get the traits of men. I understand them. I mean, it doesn't mean that they're not dumb or stupid. I just... I'm not confused by this, you know? There's nothing to discuss. I get it. The guy does... A guy scratches his balls and spits. It's gross. It's stupid. It's dumb. He looks like an idiot. It's rude, unsanitary, right? I don't have to talk about it. What time I know why he women? does it. What time to get I'm a guy. Women? What time to get about Well, women? we're talking about pictures, and I only see women do this, and it just looks so stupid. <laughs> what is that? It's a woman who go. smiles, and she refuses. Like, like, she's holding him back with her lips. She will not let you see her teeth. Oh, that's me. Oh, you mean that lip you mean pursing insecurity like no, because of years, of, oh. years of guys like you ripping women apart. No, this is me. What? Yeah. What? That is not a natural smile. That isn't it. First of all, no, no, no. This is it. Smile with your teeth. Hey, smile as if you're laughing. But that pursed lip, like Mona Lisa smile thing. That's natural. That's, no, it's not. That's such a no. It's not because when Absolutely. I see these. No, it's not because when I hang out with these women. Rick, I think what you meant to say is... And they're smiling. They're smiling, like, you know, naturally. I think like, what you ah, meant to say is you hate teeth. when you see women taking the duck face smile pictures because that's not natural. No, and he's saying this. He's saying this. Yeah, when when people do, like, that pursed lip kind of thing. Yeah, that's me. I'm Why do you to... do that? Two reasons I do this. One yeah. is because that's my natural smile. No, two, two... Two, and I was just I was just telling my friend about this today. Mm-hmm. Two, that if I ever go missing, that is not a good photo of me. And if they ever went to my dentist to get my dental records, I'm not my the best version of me at the dentist, okay? So I don't yeah. want any of that. I don't want any of that. No, like I, I prefer, like I don't like when I'm like this. Why not? Okay, here's one picture of me. Well, you just did like the howdy doody looking smile. No, you look like a ventriloquist no, right there. That's not a ventriloquist. That's my bedroom eyes, okay? That's oh, God. me. That's me. Oh, like, God. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> and this is my best self. You... You're discriminating because you have a good smile and, you, and you're and you photogenic. Some of us are not that, okay? Uh-uh, I got a gap and in my teeth here. Photoshop just came out like five years ago. Mm-hmm. There. So I just took a walk down memory lane through Rick's Facebook, and here's what I'll say: uh, most of Rick's smiling photos, it's like a mediocre smile at best. So don't act like you're sitting there grinning ear to ear. You're like Mister, uh, I'm casually smiling. You get the idea of a smile, which is just as good as the real thing. I'm glad you brought this yeah. up. Because yeah. Because it's so true. It's so true. Like, like- that. Sir, is not your smile. That's I've, a good smile. Let me see. No, that's your uh, a picture is being taken smile. So I'm calling you on your own BS. Okay. That actually is a good smile. Yeah, you that, know, you know, it's it, a good smile, but it's a photo smile. This is a very consciously aware of a camera smile. Yeah, Mike, there's smiles. There's certain smiles appropriate for certain situations. You need your 
They're you different are, smiles. Mm-hmm. There's the acknowledge the person that you don't really want to talk to, head nod smile. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's the um, the the smile for the DMV, which is just deer in headlights. What? You took it? Yeah. Then there's the closed mouth smile, like kind of that, pensive. That's not a smile. That, that's pensive. Like, a smile is this. Yeah, that's not a smile. You need to come in between that and no. you know. Okay, so you know what the, the best smile, the best smile for a camera, do the head nod smile when you see somebody. That's a smile. That's all you got to give. Best best thing is this: you look down, they look up. No, yeah, like, I give the head like nod, a little smirk, like a little head smirk. nod, like "Hey, what's up?" Nope. Kind of like listener at home, do this. You're driving your car, you're folding laundry, maybe you're on the on the treadmill, maybe you're folding laundry on the treadmill. <laughs> While, while driving, driving the car. car, whatever it is, Talking wherever to the you are, stranger realizing that you have okay. good chemistry. Yep, like, but they have a bad smile. When you smile <laughs> at somebody, or when you smile for the camera, do it like this. Just cock your head back a little bit. And go, how you doing? And no. then you give a little smile. That smile. Oh that's the smile. Hey, how you doing? Is any of this going in the show? By sure, the way, why not? My yeah, God. I think it's all going in the show. I yeah. love it. You know what the other uh, photo trait that only women do that drives me nuts, and I know why they do it. Why? The head tilted at the forty-five degree angle. I know why they do that. Why? This is uh, this is not happening. This is I've, I've been told. Like, why do you do that? Why do you cock your head ninety degrees? That's such an unnatural thing. It looks like you got whiplash. Okay. It's to stretch out that second chin oh no i don't think so you know what i say i say if you got a second chin that's we all know it rick that's not what they're doing you what's don't have ha- to what's happening is that we can't contort take, yourself we can't take a beat to get a photo done because something's happening behind the person who's taking that photo mm-hmm. so we're we're stretching our neck to see what's happening over there <laughs> what's happening yeah. is something happening with that pinata does mm. somebody have like the bar all set where did my kid go is somebody running into traffic that's what's happening that's another women's trait that i could get into on another day getting into other people's business you have one no, job smile about- for the goddamn picture i'm trying to take first of all our one job is to keep everybody under our our order alive third and final bad female trait for pictures why do all the women in the front row have to bend over with their hands on their knees i agree with this like what is there like a like a low ceiling what is that (laughs) what is it Uh, brilliant I will say being that person on the far left that gets cut out, mm-hmm. That's <laughs> which funny. I'm completely fine with, fine. like everyone's crouching down. You know what you should be thinking about? The people on the sides of the of the photo. Mm-hmm. I agree with that one. Yeah. We're bonding on this one. Yeah. But I don't know why they do it. What is that? Because people say that, like, crouch down. For some reason, we think we're model height or something. Like, Men would never I, do that. I, I would actually, never just bend over in front of my buddy with my hands on my knees, smiling with my my lips closed and my head cocked 45 degrees. Most everybody that listens to this show, which is a lot, is going to now <laughs> sit back and think, God damn which it, why do women take pictures in such silly manners? I like what you've brought up, though, like the the three traits, and I do like the fact that we're just talking about this because I think we all fall into this. It's just a, a natural thing where we think our first thing is it's projection of like we see somebody else and we think what's right about them, what's wrong about me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, 
And and I do that too. And then my second thing is like, how can I use that? <laughs> you know, like what's in this for material or therapy or both, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Right. Next question: Who is your oldest friend, and where did you meet them? Rick, you can go last. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Belvin. Where'd you meet? Uh, I probably met him at church, but I might have met him at on the bus. I'm not sure, <laughs> but anyway, we were we were best friends. He lost. He had brand new Air Jordan sneakers. He lived right next to the Cranberry Bog, and there was quicksand back there which we discovered when we went walking through the woods when we weren't allowed to. And Jared was wearing his brand new Air Jordan sneakers that I was so jealous of. Wow. Jared had just gotten them like a day or two before we go walking into the woods. Jared steps right into quicksand. His shoe, when when he finally got his foot back out of the quicksand, his mm. shoe was gone. And mm. we had to use sticks like... We're like using pool cues, like chopsticks, basically. You actually got the shoe out. We're using sticks. We finally got the shoe out. Mm -hmm. It is filled with just sludge. Yeah. And he was like, "My dad's gonna kill me." So we booked it back to his house. We stayed like right along the edge, the back edge of the house, so that his parents wouldn't see us. We went over to the garage where the water spigot was. Jared turns the water on. What we didn't account for is, you know how you can hear when the water outside goes on when you're inside the house? Mm -hmm. Yeah, his dad heard that the second it went on, and he was like, what are these idiots doing? So, of course, he came out. The second he saw Jared with the hose spraying his shoe, he went, Jared! And that was always the cue that I had to go home. Jared was in some serious trouble, and... It was always okay. Good luck, Jared. Uh, sorry, Mr. Belvin. I'll see you. I'll see you later. <laughs> and I would get on my bike and ride home. That's a good recap. Is Jared a smart guy? What like, about like almost like. Let's back it up a little bit. Like Jared took his hundred dollars shoes into quicksand. No, well, here's the thing. We didn't know there was quicksand back there. I get it, but we you went back the hard there. Way. But you went back there. Yeah. Like, don't ever quote unquote go back there. With your $100 shoes. Yeah. Your well, $100 shoes stay on the street, the sidewalk, and the floor. Yeah. Going back there, you take them off and you get on your work boots or your hiking boots or your flip-flops or yeah, but whatever's we were in appropriate. Yeah, like third grade. I mean, give me a break, Are you in third grade? All right. Rick, who's your oldest friend and how did you meet them? My oldest friend is Christy uh, Van Dyke. Oh, really? Not Leslie Fink, who you met in, in preschool? No, because we were not friends for... A long time. Oh, that makes sense. Like, we didn't really know each other, you know? Yeah. We weren't friends. But my friend Christy and I sat together in first grade. And my earliest friend memory is she had, like, she got an eye infection. (laughs) So she had an, (laughs) so she had a patch on her eye, right? For like a week. (laughs) I did not see that coming. No. She didn't. She didn't see it coming out. You know, yeah. with her left eye either. Left yeah, side. yeah, from the left side. So um, I just remember Mrs. Clow, our teacher. You know, oh, you get God. a smiley face. You know, she drew a smiley face with a patch on the eye, and we thought that was so awesome. We laughed so hard when we saw that from Mrs. Clow. That was my earliest friendship memory. Like we're friends. Are you still friends today? Oh yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. My good. oldest friend is my sister Patty. Um, Patty was born like 
16 months after me. And we were actually just talking about this today because... Again, Kathy's Irish. Uh, yes, Irish Catholic. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we were talking about, the things that we love to do was... Um, start fires and wow. we had uh, a library and we it wasn't so much that we liked the library it's that we liked the collection so it was basically a collection agency <laughs> so we had a library with our um with our other neighbor tracy and i remember when we first started this a new and a new family came into our neighborhood and we're like hi welcome yeah um welcome to satum street and we have a library and you can do it and the family was like oh my gosh this is so nice and the kids took library books but then 14 days later when we're knocking on the door being like where's the book where's the book like first of all they just moved in so they're like i have no idea where anything is like you you always on the book so it turned into a collection agency and patty's like the joy we got from just collecting from these people um so my oldest my oldest friend is my sister patty who is still like my closest friend how do your other uh siblings feel about that when you just come out and say this one clearly hands down the best sister there's six of us so we always always on a buddy system right so there was like maureen and linda who were night and day patty and i who were close and then kara and marybeth who were close and then we would just kind of switch off we actually even know like we had a system for like when we got married Mm who's going to be each other's bridesmaids who's going to be the maid of honor all of that that was already that was always set by the time i was 11. um yeah so Patty was my oldest. That's pretty solid. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a riveting question. This show would be nothing, and I mean nothing, without our sponsors. I already told you about our new one, Perez Martial Arts, but I got two more to tell you about. Mario's Lawn Care and ParkStreetBooks.com. I was talking to Mario. This dude is really concerned about the dry weather. He said, Red Thread is coming fast and hard. I bet you don't even know what that is. I'll tell you, because I know. It's a uh, grass fungus. Clean your blades, okay? Wash your blade out if you do that yourself, so you don't contaminate your lawn next time. Also, water early and late. No midday watering, and you will boil, because you will boil your lawn. Red Thread is, oh, look, now he says it. Red Thread is a fungus from moisture and heat. See, I do know what I'm talking about. That's Mario. Mario's Lawn Care. Hope his tips help you. Park Street Books. Mike's not here, so I'll do it. Dot com is where I go and where you should go and where your friends should go when they need a book or something. When I say something, I'm talking about like a really cool learning game. My daughter and I played Solitaire Chess. It's a cool game. It it, it has chess puzzles. I don't know, kind of nerdy, but we like it. Okay, so that's my point. There's something there for everybody. That's Park Street Books. Dot com. I like this question, though, which is how much do you plan for the future? Like, how much do you plan and how far do you plan in the future? Okay. The time we have with the kids in the house is short. We know that Mm -hmm. just time is flying. I can't believe my daughter's nine already. Right. Um, Start thinking about, well, what's next? I mean, I am all about RVing across North America. Uh, this is not a surprise oh, at all. Is Leslie about this? Yeah, we watched that RV show on TV. Formula is the same. All these shows on TLC or Oxygen uh, yeah. or whatever. It's we watched the RVing one, and we are like, this is it. This is how you do it. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. we also have planned what's going to happen in like week four when 
we just want some space, you know? What's going to happen then? I'll tell you what's going to happen. What? We'll be in Phoenix, for example. Okay. She buys a ticket to Milwaukee, and I say, I'll catch up with you in a week. I don't know well, what's in Milwaukee. I just picked the first town that came into my head. Now, let me say Let's this. say she wants to go to the Florida Keys. I'm going to Fort, Fort Lauderdale. You enjoy the Southwest a little bit longer. I know you wanted to see that, that cool car show or something with your buddy. Okay. And then I would drive the RV out, road trip it by myself while she's hanging out, maybe meeting up with friends or something, getting a break. And we can do that intermittently. I have been there because in my vows, Jeff's always been about the RV thing, okay? So mm -hmm. I've been where you've been. Okay. But It's in the vows. It's in the vows. But I will say that... You know, we have tried it once, almost ruined the marriage. <laughs> um, and then last weekend, I had a show in New Hampshire, and it was like an hour and a half away. And you would have thought it was Alaska, okay, with the way Jeff was talking. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, <laughs> wouldn't it be neat if you had some kind of camper or something, because then we could just stay over. That was a stupid move, because the next day, Jeff already had stuff from eBay mm -hmm. on there, mm -hmm. and I thought... Dear God, this was just a conversation thing. Um, and now no, I No, that was a green light is what that was. Right. So and when Jeff learned that at Wal most Walmarts will let you stay over in their parking lots yeah, yeah. for free. Like so now I'm nervous mm -hmm. because I don't know if we can survive something like that. Because the way I see it is like, okay, I have a show in New Hampshire or Connecticut or somewhere like that where it's like a couple hours away. And you have to do that to pay your dues. Like, you have to drive. Um, and so Jeff would be excited about, like, whatever kind of RV, camper. Like, that's what he's looking at now. Um, but to me, I think of that as, like, a day and a half. Like, we'll drive up, then we'll stay over in the camper, and then we'll drive home. Mm -hmm. I don't think Jeff thinks like that. I think he's like, this is our home now. We live at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I've so, seen this through rose-tinted glasses because he hasn't had to empty the uh, bathroom yet on said RV. This is just like when I read a history book mm -hmm. and I'm like, man, the 1700s were so cool. I wish I was alive back then. But then I always think, <laughs> as soon as that thought enters my mind, I go... I'd be gagging left and right. Just the smells around Boston. Right. Forget it. Are you kidding? There, there was no plumbing. They were just throwing it out in the street. It would have been absolutely disgusting. And we romanticize the things that seem great because we don't think about the fact that you're going to have to empty that out, Rick. Not you're only be that. there like Cousin Eddie. But how do you guys do in a car? Like, is Leslie cool with your driving? Mm. Exactly. Exactly. That's <laughs> that what I'm talking about. Like for me, here's the thing with Jeff and you guys might not have this, but I'm, you may not even be aware of it, but like with Jeff, Jeff will take his eyes off the road, knowing that my eyes are always on the road. Uh, so he's going through my body language like, <gasps> so he knows like when to stop and stuff. Right. <laughs> Boy, eventually when we're older, we'll be traveling a lot. Um, Allie's been to like pretty much everywhere in Europe. Uh, which is pretty cool, so I'm hoping to to uh, join oh. her in some of that. We're supposed to, we're supposed to go to um, the Azores in Scandinavia this summer. We're supposed to also go to Bulgaria and England and Scotland, but Bulgaria, England, and Scotland have all been canceled already. So oh, do you have do you have a place for your honeymoon? Uh, yeah, we're planning on going to New Orleans actually, like oh, nice. next uh, April. So fun, fun. All right, a few weeks back, we had a contest where if you shared Small Town Scuttlebutt with your friends on social media, you would be in consideration to have free 
run of the studio for one solid minute where you could complain, you could tell a funny story, you could do whatever you want. So without further ado, here is Wendy Hall with her minute of scuttlebutt time. I want to thank Small Town Scuttlebutt for this opportunity to vent. Things that make my head spin. Looking for a house. I ran away from a 20-year relationship with my 14-year-old son, and I'm waiting for the divorce to be finalized. The court says you can't buy anything until your divorce is final. The state says you make too much for a shelter and won't accept our dog, who also ran away from the marital home. Luckily, my phone number was on her, so she's with us. Section 8 is a joke. No one is getting evicted. The list is years for a place. The state also says that my income is too low for what they call affordable housing. To rent anything, places would like you to make two to three times your monthly rent. Even when I asked someone if I could pay for the year up front, she said, Oh no, honey, it doesn't work that way here. It could take the court another year to settle my divorce, and finding temporary housing has become a full-time job and extremely painful. My head is spinning off my shoulders. What would you do? If you have any suggestions, please reach out to Small Town Scuttlebutt, and they'll forward your messages to me. Thanks again. Okay, so there's a lot in there. Here's what I'm going to say. The delivery reminded me of Andy Rooney at the end of 60 Minutes when he would, um, obviously when he was alive, but when he would go through um, things that were bugging him, Mm -hmm. what's in his desk drawer, whatever he had to talk about that week. It's a very Andy Rooney delivery Mm -hmm. about very serious stuff. Yeah. This scuttlebutt is is heavy scuttlebutt stuff that is above and beyond my my scuttlebutt pay scale on this show. So yeah. I don't know what to say, but if you have any resources or help for Wendy, I guess you can Facebook us or something. I'm glad we did that contest. We should do that again. Well, why don't we why don't we resolve Wendy's dilemma first? To help get okay. her taken care of, and then right. we'll. But having said that, I think what we'll do is we'll randomly pick somebody. So if you want to be in the running. Got it. Make sure to share Small Town Scuttlebutt, uh, either in Instagram stories or on Facebook or whatever. Make sure we're tagged in it. And when we see that tag, you'll be uh, in consideration. And every now and then, we'll just pick somebody from random, at random. I like it. Let's just wrap this whole thing up. We want to thank Wendy for her rant. We want to um, thank all of you for being with us as we discuss our soulmates, our chemistry. All 10,000 of them that are out there. All 10,000 of them that are out here in, in outer space. <laughs> 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 and our future plans, which we hope are with you. Uh, please stay with us. If you like us, please like us on uh, anywhere that you get your uh, podcast. We are Small Town Scuttlebutt, and we are thankful for you. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Take care. Nailed it.